Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi and welcome to the UK Travel Planner Podcast and to 2023. Um, in this episode, we've got a recording taken from a live Facebook that I did with Victoria of Cotswold Teacup Tours um, just before Christmas. Um, it went really, really well. We had a good chat. Um, she shared lots and lots of, again, some fantastic snippets about the Cotswolds and answered some questions that were given from members of our UK and London Travel Planning Facebook group. Um, so I decided to use this because it was really good. It was really interesting. Now, there's, there was a few moments when we're talking about photographs that Victoria had taken um, of the beautiful snow uh, that had fallen in the Cotswolds. Um, and those photographs are available to look at on the website, uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 27. Um, so you might want to have a look at those while you're listening to the episode as well. So you can kind of you don't have to imagine what they look like. You can actually see them. Anyway, without further ado, this is the uh, live Facebook recording that myself and Victoria from Cotswold Teacup Tours did just before Christmas. So enjoy. I'll just introduce you to Victoria. So Victoria is here from Cotswold Teacup Tours, who's our preferred partner, tour partner in the Cotswold. Um, and she's coming here tonight on this live now to talk all about the Cotswold, um, places to go, where to visit. Um, and we're going to look at some photos that Victoria's taken in the last week, because I don't know if um, people have seen, but there's been a lot, quite a lot of snow in the UK recently. Um, unfortunately, it seems to have gone now. We we're just talking about that before I realised we hadn't gone live. Um, so well, I think, uh, Victoria, if you want to introduce yourself again and talk about yourself and your company, and then we'll maybe go look through the photos again before we look at uh, go through people's questions. But if anybody's watching live, and I can see we have got a few people, uh, feel free to ask questions as well as we go and we can um, answer your, answer those too. Oh, great. So Thanks, <laughs> Thank you. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, so I, I have a, a little business which has been running for about a year now. Uh, oh, hi, Robbie. <laughs> and uh, your comment popped up. That works. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've been established for over a year now, and um, I take tours, uh, small groups on private tours of the Cotswolds. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in job heaven. This is this is exactly the job I should have always done <laughs> in my life. I oh, love it. And what a place to take people to. Honestly, I would say, yeah, I would just say look, the Cotswolds, probably Bath, York, Edinburgh and the Cotswolds are the four places that people always want to go to. We always get asked about. And the Cotswolds is such a beautiful and quintessential English part of the country that um, and to live in it and to be able to take tours around there. I mean, Victoria, I'm not surprised you absolutely love it. Um, I know it's an area of the country that Doug and I love to to look around and visit. And it doesn't matter how long we stay there. We always want to go for longer. <laughs> and obviously, you you know where all the best tea rooms and pubs and villages and everything are. So, so it's, you know, you live there. So it's brilliant that you're able to kind of share that, your local knowledge and, and take people around an area of the country that you love. Oh, I know. And there is, there's so much here, Tracy. So when, you know, every time you come, you can find something new. 
yesterday we went over to um me and my partner went over to Morton in Marsh yeah which is a town that's commuted you can get there from London Paddington direct if you want to and um tried out a new restaurant and had a lovely meal yeah I said to them I'm going to bring my guests here because it's so good had a great steak pie and a glass of malt cider I wasn't driving (laughs) (laughs) we was driving it was was fantastic you get to try all these places out for you for your guests as well that's brilliant so should we um so we've got some questions but I thought I'll just going to show um if I can get this to work again I've managed it before to show everybody some of the pictures um so we'll start we'll start from the the last picture this time actually um Victoria so um these were taken in about the last last week or so when there's been quite a lot of snow in the UK Mm, yeah these were on Thursday yeah 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 so um so the little church I was taking a tour out into the kind of the north central area of the Cotswolds uh this is a little village called Ebrington Ebrington Church and uh, as you can see, it was really snowy that day. And it's such a blue, blue sky. It was, it was gorgeous. 900-year-old church. And then there's the pub on the left. That's in Burford. And yep. um, that's the highway in pub. And it's just an example of a typical English pub, cosy nooks and big bay windows to go and sit inside and snuggle up with a pint of beer. <laughs> oh, yes. And I think they're quite optimistic because they've got their tables and chairs outside. <laughs> Well, the smokers probably they have to go outside. <laughs> I was like, I don't I think it might be a bit chilling to be sitting out there. Um, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> and then you were in Oxford. So we were talking about um, previously we talking about Christmas markets because you know it, Europe it, Christmas markets are, are phenomenal. Um, so this is in Oxford. You were there the other day for the Christmas that's market. Right. Yeah, that's right. I did a tour on Tuesday just around Oxford, and um, just a couple of hour tour, hour long tour. And yes, we we walked through the uh, the Christmas market. It's only a small market, but it's it's really fun, and it's on Broad Street's pedestrianised area, and uh, and it's just they sell locally made products. It's really nice. Just go and walk through and have a quick look. Grab a hot chocolate en route. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Warm yourself up a bit. Yeah, yes. And then, oh, I think I think the picture on on the left is probably my my favourite one that you took actually that you sent me. It's just gorgeous. Those pink roses, the winter rose. Yeah, on Burford High Street. I say, Tracy, I I risked my life for that photo. It was very icy, but you know, you can you can see. I was looking at that pavement, thinking I, I don't think I'd want to be walking down that. That looks a bit slippery. (laughs) <laughs> no I wouldn't want to take a tour group down there I would, uh, no, I would no. not we would say isn't this pretty let's drive slowly yeah. through let's take a photo from here and then yes and then and then yeah not not walk yeah. down the hill and then the Christmas tree uh with the teddy on the top which is really cool no. is that a is that a Paddington bear on top Jimmy it does look like it's a Paddington bear oh, very sweet. Yeah. it was um so we, did, we get snow here in the Cotswolds but only probably once a year a couple of days um yeah so not all that often. So it's kind of a rare thing to get snow on a Christmas tree, which is why I had to capture that picture, really, with a oh, lovely no, cool building behind. It looks lovely. I have to say it's um, because I'm living in Australia and it's beautiful here. It's lovely and warm and I'm in Queensland. But I do miss that, the the Christmas, you know, the, the cold Christmas with the snow. And oh, it just it just looks magical. Um, not that I had snow that that often. I have to say it is pretty rare, but when you do have it, oh, it doesn't look. It just looks lovely. And the photos from London early on the week and videos from London 
um, were phenomenal as well. I just was enjoying looking at all of those. And then we've got Broadway Tower, which looks fantastic with the beautiful blue sky as well behind it. That's right. High up on the hill, we had amazing views from Broadway Tower. And I, I took my binoculars with me so my guests could have a look through. And um, yeah. we could see all the way to the to the borders of Wales. Wow. Day, which is uh, a couple of hours away in the car. So, um, yeah, amazing it's not, views. not a cloud in the sky there, is there? It looks stunning. Yeah. And so we're talking about there's a nice little cafe behind where you're standing to take the photo. So behind, there's a there's a nice cafe that you go into. Yeah, there's, there's generally a theme with my tours, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> there's usually toilets and cafes quite nearby. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, cafe, see, who doesn't, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a complete tea lover. <laughs> so I've got my cup of tea. Good morning. Um, so tea yeah. and cake, afternoon, yeah, who can, who can uh, avoid that? You can't avoid that when you're in the Cotswolds, can you really? Yeah. And then um, another beautiful, picture over Oxford that's a gorgeous winter shot the one on the right mm. yeah so I was really lucky with my group we, we ended up into the rooftop of the Sheldonian Theatre uh, which is the only indoor rooftop viewing point in Oxford right so it's warm as well is that free to go into uh no but it's uh four pounds a person okay so, that's, yeah yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Right. and look at the view Love that it. you get Fantastic. Absolutely beautiful. And then I'm going to, I've decided the house on the left I'm going to buy at some point. Because uh, I actually want to, uh, in my head, I'm, I'm going to live in that house because isn't it just beautiful? <laughs> it's stunning, isn't it? I love that house. I think that is an old world traders house. That's in Chipping Camden. Uh, and it, it's a real standard, standalone house. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, you don't happen to know who lives there then? <laughs> no, I don't. And I'd like to befriend them though. And then exactly. they'll invite us in for tea. I think that we, I just imagine when you open the front door, it's a bit like, it's going to be like a Bridgerton, isn't it? There's just going to be a huge hall, a massive Christmas tree, yeah. fires going, somebody's serving mulled wine. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Sure. I, that, I'm going, I'm going into that house in my imagination because it's just absolutely beautiful. And then I've got actually some pictures. I'll, I'll go back to the beginning of these ones because this was actually, so we've got that sort of December in the Cotswolds. Um, and this was myself and Doug in the Cotswolds oh, in 2020. Um, so obviously it was still cold. So this is Arlington Road in Fiberry, which I'm guessing is a very popular destination for your guests, Victoria. Yes, it is. We time it right. We try yes. not to put it. You've got a good timing there. It looks like there's nobody else there that day. Um, that it was it was pretty um, busy, actually. I think we just uh, timed that photo right. Actually, I've got another photo and it actually doesn't look too bad. Mm. But we went we went this summer because I know Fiberry is so, so popular. We actually went this summer. And what we did is we went later on in the day. We went for about 7.30 because obviously it's light and sunny. Um, and I, there wasn't very many people there either. Um, so we managed to get some lovely shots in the summer. Um, but again, so this was this was January. So no snow, but it, it was chilly. Um, but again, beautiful, beautiful weather, really. Uh, just had to be wrapped up. Um, again, this is in Bybury. So you can see beautiful blue sky. Um, have lovely. you been in the Yeah, I was going to say, have you been in there? Yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, Lower Slaughter. Just want to go through these, and then again Lower Slaughter, and the beautiful Cotswold stone houses. Uh, this is cottage. It's lovely, isn't it? I just love this. There's another one I'm going to live in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very pretty. They are lovely. They're so lovely. Classic um, cottages. Uh, and then uh, Boughton on the Water. Boughton on the Water again. And then again because it was it was winter. So what do you do at the end of the day? You need to go into a nice Cotswold pub. So this is some of the local local beer on tap. 
and and a lovely a lovely fire. So that was a really lovely. That's a mouse trap in in Boughton on the Water, which is one of our favourites to, to head into. Good food and um, lovely. Just again, that lovely kind of quintessential pub with a war and fire, which is what you want when it's really cold outside. Yeah, I think that's yeah, and that's stone stone the world. That is, you've got the old stocks there. Yeah, I also point those out on a tour. Yeah, and um, and tell people that they, you know, they'd have to stick their their uh, the head through the through those the rotten bits of wood there where they'd have to sit down and put their head and their wrists and their ankles through those and prepare yeah. to have rotten eggs and tomatoes thrown at their faces. Lovely, lovely. Not not yeah. used re- not has been used recently though, has it? If they misbehave on a tour, Tracy, oh. I think it's fair game. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, and then we're back to back to the beginning again. So let's go back to us. So um, we've got some questions, um, including from Robbie, who's who's here. So hi, Robbie. It's lovely hi. to to that you joined us. So um, and I know Robbie's going on a tour with you next year as well, Victoria. So that'd be lovely. Yeah. So um, Robbie has said that um, they're looking forward to lots of cream tea. And what are some places they would want to go to for some nice cream tea? Ooh, there's lots of choices. <laughs> we have to decide. But one of my favourites is Lucy's Tea Room in Stowe on the Wold. She does a good green tea. Mm. And, they, and she does tea. And I love it when they have, like, the tiers. You know, you get, like, the bottom layer is all the little sandwiches and then the yeah. middle layer is cooking cakes and then the top layer, the top tier, are the scones. Yes. <laughs> and yes, a big yes. pot of tea beside it. Oh, nice. and they'll keep bringing the tea as well as you can sit in yeah. there, just relax and enjoy. I've actually got some pictures of Lucy's tea room stove from this this summer. Oh, so I'll, I'll share some of those in the group afterwards. Actually, some of the pictures of the places that we talk talk about. Um, and I know that Robbie's also interested in in walks. Um, and I know we haven't done it yet because I'm I'm not a big walker or hiker. I have to say, um, but I, I think next summer um, we we want to do the walk from Lower Slaughter to Borton on the Water. I don't think it's very long. Um, no. So that, yeah yeah so I guess that that's that's a nice walk to do that's a lovely walk you could actually stretch it a bit and go from upper slaughter all the way to born on the water and that upper slaughter kind of takes you through to lower slaughter um through the fields quite quiet it's really pretty and yeah. then you go walk alongside the river yeah. and then you and then you go through to born on the water so that's a good walk good I think walk. I'll um I think this summer I'll have to do that and video that as we do it yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, put that on YouTube. That'd be good. There, there are some great, there are some great walks around here because you've got, you've actually got the Cotswold Way, which is, I mean, that's a massive walk. That's a four or five day walk. Yeah, it's a hundred miles, and it cuts all the way across the Cotswolds, starting or ending in uh, Chipping Camden and Bath. Yeah, so kind of like that way down. The, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do it the yes. opposite way on the camera. It doesn't work. I know. <laughs> anyway um and so but you can take a little section of that you know and you're going yeah. through um through also following the footpath signs through. i think there was there were people when we were staying in Bolton on the water this summer who that were the company that they walk a bit and they they move the luggage for you from hotel to hotel so you can do the walk which is that's you know fun. if you enjoy walking that's a fantastic way to do it so you don't have to carry everything yeah no that'd be great that'd so, be great yeah, just, and then there's the um there's another what's quite interesting and again this is um i believe it's 600 miles long right but bear with me okay because it's the (laughs) yeah robbie says well enjoy the shorter walks yeah i'm with you robbie (laughs) i have to say (laughs) 600 miles 
<laughs> this okay, but this is called Monarch's Way, and it's the it's the it's the um, escape route that King Charles II had when he was trying right. to escape from Cromwell, and he when he went all around the country, like the whole of the UK, and so there's a little area of the Cotswolds where he went through, and so yeah. you can do, and that's quite fun. To do yeah. little, it's well signposted. You can just little bits of it. You, know. you could do a little bit of it rather than the yeah. whole. Yeah, they have to do the whole thing. No, no, not for me. So I hope that that answers questions, Robbie, but ask ask away um, because your questions are coming up. So that's great that we can see those. Um, And then we've got some questions from um, Catherine Yorama Johnson, who I know is also taking tour with you next year. Um, And hi, Catherine, if you're here. Um, So Doug and I have done an itinerary consult with Catherine. So it's been lovely. So we've we've met her. Um, So I'm really excited to see as well how her trip goes next year. Mm -hmm. So so Catherine's first question was, other than the Cotswolds lavender, what else is in a, is a Cotswold speciality? Right. Uh, what they're known for? Excuse me, a, a Cotswold cold, first of oh, all. Oh, Cotswold for UCA. Unfortunately. Right? <laughs> um, just before Christmas, that's what we want. Oh, uh, hopefully we'll get rid of it by next week. <laughs> well, I th- well, one of the Cotswold specialities is um, actually anything, if you can get something that's uh, woolen, a Cotswold woolen product. So there's beautiful blankets and throws that are made in the Cotswolds. Yeah. And um, there's some really nice, you know, things like that. And if you're a knitter, I've discovered a beautiful shop um, in a little town called Chipping Norton. Um, and they sell Cotswold wool from the actual oh. Cotswold lion sheep, undyed wow. and natural. And so, oh, fabulous. I took some people there last week. It's great. Yeah, well, wow. It's, it's quite, I mean, that's a proper Cotswold speciality. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then uh, obviously the, the lavender. I went to the, yeah. we went to the lavender farm this year. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the lavender fields, um, which were just gorgeous. And I don't know, I, I think we took about 25 million photos. It <laughs> 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 was so lovely. And you can get lavender ice cream there. Mm, no, I bought lavender honey. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I got some um, lavender. Um, Cream, I can't remember. I think hand cream. Which is really <laughs> you can just get everything lavender from there, so that's lovely. And then um, another question from Catherine: What is a great souvenir take home from the area, or made there, or greatly represents the area? Which I guess is going to be the um, is going to be the, the the wool or the lavender products. I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, and Robbie's. I'm just saying that Robbie's left a comment. Said I love to knit, and I've wanted to bring home things with meaning. So that's brilliant. So yeah. you can get some wool, Robbie, and and knit. Knit something, so it'd be fantastic. Yeah. I'll take you there. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Oh. brilliant. Um, so yes, so, yeah, so there's this, it's this one particular shop for the for the blankets and the throws, and, it, and they do clothing as well, and so they make the fabrics in the Cotswolds, and yeah. um, and it's the only shop of its kind in the Cotswolds called Cotswold Woolen Weavers. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. She mentioned that in the podcast as well. So I guess um, I'll, I'll be visiting that with you as well next year. So that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe leave my credit card at home. <laughs> um, and then another question. So Catherine left us a few, which is great. What is something people not may not realise about the area? And I know what I kind of want to say about this. So I'm interested to see what you say. <laughs> well, I may have touched on this in the podcast, but um, I think it's the, the Cotswolds is. 800 square miles it's it's much bigger than people realize I think yeah so they expect to do so much in a day and then you know you just have to limit that a bit yeah I think that's yeah. the thing I think quite often um 
yeah, that this kind of thought that the Cotswolds is a very small area or just one village or a couple of villages, but it's actually yeah. spread over a huge area. Um, so you're better off, really, rather than spending your whole time kind of driving from A to B across the Cotswolds, is actually choosing an area of the Cotswolds to to visit. I mean, for, for us, we our favourite is absolutely, we love Borton, Stowe, Bybury, Broadway, around that kind of the northern Cotswolds is like is our favourite bit, Slaughter's. Um, but this year we actually did go down to um, Laycock and uh, I always forget the name of it, Castlecombe, which is yeah. the one oh. where you see all the photos of the Cotswolds is always Castlecombe, isn't it? Um, but it was crazy busy. You couldn't get parked. We ended up just kind of driving through. Um, but this, if, you, if you're going to go out, it's just too far. If you, you, know, you just spend the whole day driving between the two, really, whereas you're better off kind of spending time in one area, I would say. Do you agree with that? I, I, I would do. I've, um, I've, I've now sort of developed different tours for those different areas. So if you're doing yeah. Laycock and Castle Coombe, there's a few little villages in that area around Castle Coombe that are off the tourist trail. And they oh. are amazing. I drove right. down and there were these geese in the road and 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 um a pig and then a horse. And it was things <laughs> driven down this road all day because there are all these wild animals farm animals are just freely wandering around. Wandering around the road. That's great. That's exactly what we wanted to find. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, another question from Catherine. So is there a food item that the Cotswolds is known for? Well. There are um so interestingly, uh there are some cheeses that are quite famous from the Cotswolds. Yeah. The most famous one is called Stinking Bishop. So if you buy that and put it in my van, we'll have to put it in a big storage box. Yeah. But there are um there's some great Cotswold cheese shops actually. Yeah. And and they'll sell things, you know, that you can still take home, like um Cotswold honey as well. The local honey is fantastic. Yeah, and the lavender honey is really nice. Yes, yes, that'd be very different. And also, I know there's a chocolate shop in in Stowe. Yeah, yes. I, I like going there. Yeah, it's great because they make it all in there in the shops. Yeah, so and that's what we want. We want stuff that is locally produced, so supporting local yeah. local yeah. businesses. Um, yeah, and, and then there's the gin, the gin distillery. Oh, of course, gins everywhere. Everybody's making gin these days. Yeah. all gin. It's quite yeah, it's quite a thing. Okay, and, and you can often pop into their little shop. And they'll just give you a free sample. Yeah. About ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to start the day. <laughs> Some people love that, Tracy. Oh, they will, as long as it's only a little tiny one. <laughs> <laughs> so and then the last question from Catherine um is what are you most excited to show first time visitors uh, when they come to Cotswolds? So when I pick people when I pick um up visitors. If I pick them up from outside the Cotswolds, so if I pick them up from Oxford and we drive through, we drive along the road and it's all quite sort of boring. There's no views. It's quite flat. They drive through and then suddenly, just as you're approaching Burford, the um, the trees all open up and you're on the ridge of this hill and the views down mm. you're in the Cotswolds and you can see all the little stone walls and the views down to the river and the valley. And mm -hmm. it's stunning. And, I, and then everybody goes, wow. Oh, yeah. I I photos. <laughs> so excited because oh, okay. I love people being excited about about the area. I just think oh, I'm happy, happy if they're happy, oh. and that's good. And I'm sure, I'm sure everybody is. Um, you know, it, it, I think I think there's a well, no, I think they're really lucky that we've got we've got you who lives in the Cotswolds, who knows the Cotswolds, 
who knows all the villages, all the best places to go, you know, the people in the shops mm-hmm. that own the shops, the stuff that you you have all those that local knowledge and connections, which, you know, you're not going to get if you go on it, you know. I mean, it's courses for courses because obviously some people prefer or, you know, to go on a group tour or whatever. But if they can go on a private tour with you, I mean, what, what an experience, you know, mm-hmm. and to be able to. So I say you can share your love for the Cotswolds, you know. Aww. Yeah, um, thank you. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, for me, I love going to, I love going into a little shop where I, you know, when I know the owner and it's their shop and it's not a big chain or anything. It's their little business and we've developed friendships and they know what I'm about and they're so welcoming to my guests. They look after them and that's, I want people to feel looked after as well. You know, it's just a nice oh, experience. And that's, that's lovely. That's yeah. awesome lovely and i will put because i know we've got quite a few people in the group who've booked tours with you next summer but i'm gonna put i'll put links um in the facebook group again just to 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 your website so they can find um find you and book a tour with you for next for next year Uh, well or any time because i guess after from january onwards are you taking any time off or you kind of what's your schedule like in terms of for bookings no No? I'm, I'm, i'm you know i it's um I'm really flexible and I'm available most of the time, Tracy. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not booked up, you know, I don't, I don't really close yes. it. Well, that's, I guess Open that's thing, that there is only you. So that's the other thing I kind of, I'm saying to people is like, they're very keen. A lot of people contact me after the podcast going, oh my goodness, it's amazing. We love Victoria. We oh. want to book a tour. I'm like, well, there is only Victoria that takes, so you need to, if you want to do a tour, you need to get booked in and, and have that day yeah. locked in. So, or, you know, or day or two, because you can do a couple of days. So, um, that you don't miss the opportunity to have that that time with you as well. Um, and I'm going to be over in the Cotswolds next year as well. So you know, I might, I might, I might pop along. That'd be great. <laughs> Say hello. That you could walk really into a cafe, and I'll be there with a cup of tea, going hello. So that would be really cool. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I, I absolutely love the Cotswolds at, at any time of year. Absolutely, oh, it's just stunning. Um, as I say, I'm already going to buy those two, those two, uh, the big house and the cottage that I've that I've already earmarked. Um, but my favourite is I absolutely love the gardens. That Hidcote and Kiffsgate for me are just absolute heaven. I, I just I could spend all day wandering around those gardens mm-hmm. um, because they're just so magical. So uh, you know that that experience and that's kind of really in my head. Just thinking, I just want to go and spend you know hours at Kiffsgate. Actually, just the roses. Um, so yeah, so I would say to anybody if you if you love gardens, love flowers, oh, uh, just beautiful, really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful they place. Are. They're amazing, and and actually, when you come over, Tracy, I want to give you a tour of of the gardens because there's there's lots of different kinds of gardens and yeah. formal ones, and then just beautiful English natural gardens with you know your classic rose garden, and then herbs, and then they've all got different themes and yeah. Oh, absolutely stunning. Yeah. Another place that I love to visit as well, um, before people go, ah, bless you with the cold. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's this time of year, isn't it? Everybody's getting cold. Um, Is um, Sudley Castle, because I just love the history of that and the fact that uh, Catherine Parr (coughs) is buried there, which is just the only, um, she was the surviving wife of Henry VIII. Yes. Buried there. Um, and it's really, I find that you should go into that, that chapel there. Whenever I seem to go in, there's always light that shines through from the stained glass and her tomb is kind of illuminated by all the light. It's, it's quite mm. amazing. Um, so suddenly somewhere I, I absolutely love to go to. Yeah. Um, 
again yeah, so it's just at the moment, which is a bit of a shame in the winter yeah, it will be for, for guess for winter um yeah because it's probably in april i think so yeah 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 i guess it's um i'm trying to think i think we visited maybe in october time one time and then this year we were there in august so yeah unfortunately not everywhere is going to be open over over the the winter season i guess and it is a private private privately owned home isn't it Mm. but there's still plenty to go and see and do in the winter time it's just different Yes. um, So talk about what you do in the winter, because I think that's what people sometimes think. Oh, I can only go to the Cotswolds, spring, summer, maybe autumn. But so Mm. what is there to do over the winter months? Because you've taken some tours over the last few weeks. So so what sort of things to do? Obviously, being outside when it's when it's beautiful, cold, crisp is is lovely. And then going into a pub or afternoon tea or something like that. Um, But if the weather's not so good, what do you do? Well, then we sort of theme it around. Um, I think it's, I think if the weather's not good, so long as we've got lots of bolt hole, um, you know, uh, choices. Yes. So, so um, we we would start off and we do sort of, we drive through some places. If it's pouring with rain, people don't want to get there. And then we'll just, we can sort of drive slowly through some little villages. But then I'd like to stop and take people to, um, it might be shops, but they'll be in a really old building. Yes. You're kind of discovering inside a building. Yeah. And you might see that bit of the shop as well. You might not be interested in the shopping, or you might go, wow, I love it here too. And then you're kind of you're getting a sense of the place. And people yeah. don't mind you going in and having a look in the shop. They don't mind. Yeah. Um, or there's some historic houses that do stay open throughout the year. Yeah. And you can pop in and have a look around those too for a bit yeah. of history. Um and well, museums. museums as well, little yeah. ones that don't take you know don't take a lot of time, but give you a, an idea of the area and the history. Yeah. yeah, and so then we kind of mix it up, and then with a the lunch as well and a cosy pub. Yeah, um, and then trying to see a, you know do a bit more driving in, or you just have to get out, get your boots and your coat on, and do a bit of walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like we were we were back in the UK for three months, and we had a few days where actually there wasn't a huge amount of rain and we were a few days you just have to kind of adapt to that don't you but yeah I think there's yeah. lots of options and there's lots of things that you can do um so yeah that that's that's great that yeah there are there are lots of things that you can uh, still take your guests to see and enjoy in the Cotswolds and obviously the last last week honestly those pictures of the snow beautiful beautiful photos <laughs> everybody enjoyed that so um we've got another question from Tanya Monroe um so hi Tanya um so she's got she's got a question in case she misses the live chat um so she's asking is it worthwhile to stay in one of the busier villages such as Borton on the water so that you're there in the evening when the crowds and the tour buses subside so she's saying you could leave during the day and explore maybe the smaller less populated villages mm-hmm. um so I, and actually um I'm going to count it because we stay in Borton on the water quite a lot and then we get a lot of people going oh no don't stay there because it's quite touristy but we did exactly that we were mm-hmm. out during the day um touring and then you know all over driving here and then we'd go back later on the day and then Borton was lovely in the evening you know in the summer everybody just sits down by the river you know get some fish and chips sit by the river so I kind of you know from my experience yes that if you want to stay somewhere like Borton on the water that's a good idea I think Um, so yeah I think that's a great idea I think um definitely for those kind of places because then you've got a sense of of the place when it goes all quiet to it completely transforms in the evening and then you've got the locals there and a few other holiday makers i think it's a really nice way to see 
place, busier places like Born on the Water, maybe Bybury, because if you're yeah. there and first thing in the morning or the end of the day for that walk, it's gorgeous. When anyone else gets there, it's just gorgeous magic. It's, it's cool. lovely. And, and, and some of the places actually um, getting parking, you really need to, to kind of plan to get there early or later on in the day. Like we had no problem in Bybury this summer at all. And I was a bit apprehensive. Oh. So we went at seven. Not a pro- there was literally, I think, two, there was two cars than us. There was, there was nobody there. Oh. And that's the height of, that was June, end of June. So, you know, yeah. that's pretty busy time. So, or should have been. And it, it wasn't particularly busy. So, um, you know, that's that's a, a really good tip, really. If you want to stay somewhere like Bolton on the Water, which, which we enjoy staying in, um, go out during the day and then go back later on and then enjoy the walks by the river in the evening. And so we got we used to go and I get a sandwich or have a meal at one of the pubs um, or get fish and chips and sit by the river. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really popular thing to do, uh, especially when it's light until 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, light and it was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. And then Tanya's also asking, what are good villages to stay in with a water outlook? Well, so actually, Bybury is lovely because it has the river running through it. Mm. Yeah. But I also I like um, so I like places like um, near to Bybury. It's a very pretty village called uh, Cole St Oldwins. Right, and that is a um, that's a village off the trail. Off the yeah. tourist trail, close to Bybury, and um, there's lots of little cottages there, and a couple of nice pubs and a shop, and um, fantastic walks. There's beautiful big river that runs through the bottom of the valley, and there's I love that village so much. I love walking around there. I walk so there for no pleasure, you know. <laughs> never mind on at all. So I'll have to get some. Uh, and is there anywhere in particular you'd recommend staying in that village? Um, no, actually, I haven't, I haven't done. I haven't done a recce of accommodation. Ah. The pub does. Okay, well, maybe, yeah, maybe that'll be worth. That'll be something recommended. I think maybe having a chat about some of the places that are maybe a little bit off the beaten track, but also really nice to stay in, and looking at some accommodation because I've got lots of kind of options um, yeah. on the website. But it'd be good to have a chat maybe about some of the places that are maybe a little bit less touristy because obviously someone like Bolton on the Water is very very popular. I know you you like Stow on the Wall. That's that's an area that you re- highly recommend people to stay in. Um, I do like that, but um, with a water outlook, because yeah. I thought that's quite an interesting question. Yeah, right? yeah. I think. And um, but just off the top of my head, I was thinking about the village of Minster Lovell, which is just on the edge of the Cotswolds. Again, it's not overly, it's not an overly busy place, but there's a beautiful hotel there, which I have stayed in, very nice, and it's called um, the Old Swan, and it. Uh, that's a lovely place to stay, and the river runs through Minster Lovell, oh. and some great okay. walks through. Yeah, great. So there you go, Tanya. There's a great suggestion for your trip because I know you're in the UK next year. So that's brilliant. So I'm hoping that everybody's enjoyed. That. If we've been on for well, I think we're on about 35 minutes now, and then if we include the 15 minutes where we're just talking to ourselves <laughs> when we thought we were alive, <laughs> well, we've done about 50 minutes now, Victoria. <laughs> So I want to say thank you to everybody who's joined us for the live. And um, obviously this will go on, a, this will be a recording. So some of you will be seeing this afterwards. Um, and I'm hopefully going to use this uh, episode as a podcast as well. So Victoria's already been on the podcast episode 20, but we're going to use this one hopefully to get out as a podcast. So you'll be able to listen to it on that as well. Um, and then we'll, I'll, uh, I'll share the photos, the images that we used earlier as well that, that Victoria shared and some of mine from, um, oh, thanks Robbie. Um, uh, from uh, our last trip in the winter at the Cotswolds, and I think well maybe what we'll do if 
we'll do this again. If you guys want this again, we'll we'll do it in a few more months, maybe before Victoria starts getting really busy. Maybe um, kind of I don't know, end of March, early April, something talking about you know, the summer and everything that's getting you know sorting for the Cotswolds. Mm-hmm. That's really cool to do. Um, so anybody wants to book with Victoria, I'll put I will put a link in the Facebook group so you can chat to Victoria. She'll tailor make your trip for you. Um, you know, you can always stay in the Cotswolds a, a, a night and and go out with Victoria for a couple of days. You know, you you have got that availability as well, haven't you? So that'd be amazing. Um, as I say, I'm also going to be in the Cotswolds next year. Um, so I might be popping up in 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 <laughs> rooms near you soon. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh Great. yeah, it's gonna. Be, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna really enjoy it. Um, so um, yeah, thanks again, Victoria. Brilliant. Oh, thanks so much, Tracy. That's brilliant. Thanks again to Victoria for coming into the uh, Facebook live with me. It was really interesting. We had a really fun chat, and I hope you've enjoyed that podcast episode. As I say, we are going to be doing more Facebook Lives. So do pop over and join the group. The link is in the uh, show notes, which again are uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 27. Again, if you want to book with Victoria, the links will be uh, in the show notes as well as the photographs and anything else that we talked about in today's episode. And that just really leaves me to say until next week, happy UK travel planning. Thank you.